Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. I think if I were to make a list of um, things that teens have to look out for, I would have to include dating as one of those things because that's a major pothole in life. And uh, a lot of kids just aren't built to handle the ups and downs of a relationship. Uh, I'm John Fuller. Danny Huerta is my co-host. And Danny, um, when it comes to teen dating, are there any differences between guys and girls? I'm thinking there probably is, but I'll ask the question anyway. In terms of, in terms of dating, are, are, is there any difference in expectations and approaches? In a few podcasts ago, we talked about redos. This is where a lot of redos would happen. Okay. In the boyfriend girlfriend you, relationship, you'd go back right? and date differently in high school. <laughs> you would, you would probably treat if, with what I know now yeah. from from a more grounded perspective as a man treating and having a daughter. I would I would treat dating very differently, and I think a lot of people would, especially in, in Christian homes, we yeah. would agree. And so, as parents, we get to mentor our kids into this, and there are differences between boys and girls, guys. Uh, go physical first, relationship and emotional connection second. And it's not that they don't love that relationship and the emotional connection, but it's a it's a physical interest first. And yeah. for girls, it's emotional relationship first and physical second. It's not that they're not interested in the physical. It's just the priorities are, are a little different, uh, the way they go into the relationship uh, with a passion. And that's the key one. We enter dating with passion and the other parts of our character start to catch up with that, mm. and that passion can get a little dangerous. This is the powder keg I was mentioning, the pothole in the road, and uh, we're going to hear more now about this topic from Jesse Manassian, who has some great advice if you've got a teen girl. Here she is talking with Jim Daly. But you talk about the wise and foolish builders from Matthew 7 for teen girls. Um, what are you talking about with that scripture? I think that scripture is sort of a bedrock for how we keep guys from making or breaking us. Um, Jesus talked about that the wise man built his house on the rock, but the foolish man built his house on the sand. And paraphrasing that and making it applicable for teen girls, the wise girl is the girl who builds her life on the rock, who turns to God and who makes him her identity and finds her worth in him. And so when the storm comes, when she is in a relationship for five years and her boyfriend breaks up with her in a text message, her house isn't going to come crashing down like the foolish girl who surrounds herself, who wraps her identity up in that relationship. Uh, That is so well said. The difficulty is how to, if you're that young teen girl, how do I do better next time? And if you're the parent of that young teen Mm -hmm. girl, how do I help her equip herself better to do better next time? Those are tough questions. And we covered a bit of that last time. But, um, you know, if I am that dad, what's one thing I could do when I see my crushed daughter's spirit? What can I do right now to help lift her up? That's a fix-it question. It's a fix-it question, and I'm going to give you a very non-fix-it answer. You need to wrap your arms around her and hold her. You need to let her know that she is loved and that she is valuable. She doesn't need a lecture. She doesn't need to know that she needs to avoid that guy next time. She knows. Like, she feels it. In fact, you mentioned the book, and this one uh, I kind of winced at because you said a breakup for a teen girl is like divorce. Mm. And I guess in some ways I get that at one level, but hopefully, um, you know, if she's minding uh, her physical relationship, that can't be quite accurate. But 
Talk to me about that. Yeah. Maybe emotionally it is. I think the trouble is, and this is what happened to me growing up as a teenager and into my college years, I was dating like I was married. And when you date like you're married, when you give all of your emotions, all of your um, body, all of your spiritual, like everything just wrapped up in this relationship, when you break up, it does feel like a divorce. In that case, it is a divorce, isn't it? Let no one separate what God has joined together, right? Like there's a a spiritual connection that happens, I feel, in physical intimacy especially, which you touched on when a girl does have strong boundaries, she is less likely, much less likely to feel the ultimate devastation that many of these girls feel when they come to life, love, and God. But it does not mean that she will not feel very intense heartache. And the emotional side for a girl especially, the emotional investment in that relationship is very deep. And when that relationship ends, it can feel like pulling cement apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know what? Let's not pull any punches here. I think even within the Christian community, uh, teen boys and early 20-something boys, typically, you know, their hormones are raging as well. And um, so often they can manipulate so easily that if you really want my love, then you've got to give me your physical mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. And they don't say it that way, but that is what is going on so often. How do you equip both boys and girls, um, especially those who have a faith in Christ, to be more mindful about that, to not be tempted in that direction too far? Oh, man. So many, so many things I want to speak to in what you just said. I think first I would say, I mean, I work primarily with believers. The kids who come to Life, Love, and God and who I speak to are primarily in the church. And so as parents, I need you to be aware that this is going on in the church. You may not think it is. Your daughters may seem very pure and innocent. I know I came across that way to my parents, but I was in a very serious relationship for a lot of years. And when Two people are in a serious relationship for a lot of years. It's a natural draw to have physical intimacy. It's very hard. And I don't it's think hard to hold the line. It's very hard to hold the line the longer you're in relationship. Right. And I'm I would give young men the benefit of the doubt and say that they're not manipulating intentionally. They are drawn into the natural progression that God created for relationship. Mm. It's like three points to a triangle. There's the physical and the emotional and the spiritual, and they're meant to all coincide together. And so as you're drawing closer physically and spiritually, the physical is so, it's so hard to keep that at bay. Right. And I think as parents, we can help equip our teens and our our young people by helping them understand the nature of physical intimacy, that it's a lot like relationship cement, that a kiss, something as simple as a kiss, which Hollywood is glorified as just a rite of passage into young adulthood, is the very first layer of relationship cement that you're laying with another person. Mm. We have to help them understand that it's not just no big deal, you know, that we need to be intentional about who we are cemented to. Yeah, I think our culture is um, reinforcing the notion that physical stuff is it's just part of it. I mean, it's just a, a, a very natural part of the dating uh, relationship. But dating is so difficult emotionally that our teen girls need to know. Uh, Jesse was talking about how serious it can get for teens. Uh, Danny, how can we help our daughters avoid investing so much in the boyfriend when they're in ninth or 10th or 12th grade? Again, we're fighting against passion and a lot of physiology, as we talked about before. And uh, I, I really believe in starting off with group dating and, and having larger conversations. And before they even start group dating, start talking about the feelings that are going to come up and, 
and talking about attraction and who are you attracted to and, and not pushing towards dating, but starting to talk about it, mm-hmm. noticing their body and what's happening so that they notice those signals. And uh, I really do think that dads have a great contribution in this to teach their daughters how to have conversation and how to be treated and how to be respected as young women uh, because there's we can quickly go into dating as a consumer or we can go as a participant. The, what culture tells us is to go in as a consumer. Hmm. And so as a boy, I may come in and you may have something that you have to offer, which is your physicality or your emotions, you're attractive to me. And then the, the, the girl may have maybe a consumer of the boy that, hey, you have a lot of affirmation to offer me. And all of a sudden, we're consumers of each other, endlessly consuming one another. Mm-hmm. And we're never satisfied. Yeah. And when passion runs out, we're done. But if you're a participant and a contributor in that relationship and you teach your kids a difference, that as a contributor, you go in to try to give the best to the other person, that you want the very best for the other person you're going into, now you're treating dating the way it was designed because that's leading you towards a covenant relationship eventually. These are practice moments towards that as you learn about yourself. But it's how you enter dating that makes a difference. Dating itself is not bad. It's the interaction with it. What is the purpose of it, and how are you entering it? And uh, being a contributor participant is a really enriching way to to enter dating because you learn how to have conversation. You learn to love and care for another person. That's good. That's really good. And um, I would only add that uh, Jesse's book, Crushed, can help you have some of those conversations that Danny's referenced. I mean, she has a lot of great insights, and it's a particularly helpful tool on this topic. Uh, We'll send a complimentary copy of Jesse Manassian's book, Crushed, when you make a donation. We've got the phone number and the website in the show notes, so you can do that very easily. And we'll say thanks in advance for your generosity. Next time, more from Jesse. And for now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.